Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Welcome back to The Lunch Table. It's just the three of us today. Nate, Drew, how are you guys doing? Is life good? Is life miserable? Is it somewhere in between? What's going on? <laughs> I was about to say somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Is that is that good? Oh my no, gosh, Nate's good? here. Nate's Nate made it. Oh my gosh, Nate's <laughs> here. Nate, Nate is in with a microphone and good yes. Wi-Fi. <laughs> that man, y'all, y'all know me. Uh, that was torture to not be able to be off mute very much there. So that those last two episodes you're going to hear were rough for me, but awesome, awesome material. Torture for torture for you, but the, hey, the micro the the camera being off was was great look, for us. I, we've gotten more. I've got more feedback. Like, don't ever do that again. We don't even want to listen if you're not on. <laughs> oh, and I I personally have my first lunch table complaint. And I thought oh. about emailing it, and then I was like, nope, you know what? I'm not even going to tell them I have a complaint. I'm going to hit it live on the air here. Oh, oh. All pastors love that wow. live on the air, <laughs> let's just throw it out there moment. I'm listening to Brett Talley. You guys, this is a great podcast, such good material. And all of a sudden, the two-part episode, part one, just fades out. And I don't hear Drew's voice telling me, oh, man, this is a two-parter. We're going to be back. <laughs> and it just fades out to oblivion. And I'm like, I'm not okay, man. Not okay. Uh, don't worry. The 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 second part has has me. got to have an intro. <laughs> don't worry. It's there. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, rant over. I'm good now. I'm that good. is so funny. Drew, how um, about you, man? How are you doing? Man, things are good. We've got like some life stuff that has been kind of on the on the like I don't even know, just like tipping point of happening or not happening. And um like I don't know, I just feel like there's been so many things that are like we're juggling. Like we got our roof replaced the other day. Mm. Got people coming to like redo a bunch of siding at our house and stuff and like summer's almost here and so we're about to go on break for uh like youth ministry stuff for the summer um and ia retreat is next week so there's just like all this stuff happening all at once and so it's not even bad it's just like i feel like my head's just spinning and um it's just kind of weird kind of weird like that um but i also um let me tell you there is there is something about the people i don't i don't know if you've ever heard of this church before it's it's um starting to become kind of a, a big deal um it's out in uh, Boiling Springs, South Carolina, called Life Spring. Um, you ever, mm-hmm. ever heard of that church before? Um, and, <laughs> a few uh, things. There's there's something about that that team that's doing church as a team, um, and Ooh. how how over flattering these people are. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about Nate, like, and because uh, I'm we're going to IH. Re- next week right and obviously me and my video self i'm videoing a bunch of people right and one of the people i was talking to was ethan um we're while we're there we're gonna have to have him on it's just gonna like my guy to make it onto an episode and uh i'm texting him about trying to get this video rolling and all this stuff and uh he's looking at this video and it's like from before i got back involved with ia right and so (laughs) it's like matt and like 
Chasen and Taylor Lewis and all these stuff and like all all like all these people that are a part of IA still now. Right. And uh and then like out of freaking nowhere, the man texts me back and he's like, Man, that great that video is so great. It's just missing the the great youth pastor drew wallingford i was like yeah yeah i was like okay thanks thanks for the little flattery man Um, (laughs) he obviously knows greatness when he sees it like clearly i don't know it made me feel good about myself for a second but then i was like was that just did he just butter me up i feel i feel buttered up like a little a little greasy like oh man well hey that's Typical IA retreat style. You're about to uh, be in the car with him possibly for like six hours at 630 in the morning and spend the week. We'll see if yes. you still love him at the end. Uh, that's my <laughs> <opinion>. that's, uh, <laughs> True. True. <laughs> well, guys, it's good to be back at the lunch table with you. It was fun having um, Brett Talley on the podcast last week. And it's kind of cool, you know, when you when you get to talk to someone who rubs shoulders with or he he probably has names in his cell phone that we could only dream of. And so that's always kind of cool to to talk to someone about that. But it got me thinking, it got me thinking, if you could have who's like somebody, if you could invite another guest on this podcast, like who is that person and why? Like who who would be the next big name person? that or it doesn't have to be a big name i guess who's the next person that you would want on and why yeah honestly i was thinking about this and i feel like it would be really cool to do um and because we actually have at least at least like connections of connections with these people um Mm -hmm. and i i think it would be really dope to do a collab episode with the guys at practically pastoring I think that would be really uh-huh. dope because, yeah. because they're, um, I mean, I'm from the same area as a lot of them anyway. Right. And, uh, right. and like, I don't know, those guys are just really dope. And I feel like while they talk a lot about like Nate, like lead pastor stuff, <laughs> stupid. Um, no, um, it would, <laughs> I feel like our, um, our vibe of like just doing life together and and needing to have close friendships and stuff like they kind of get close to that but like having an episode where we do something together would be really dope i think yeah oh that the potential there of like crossover like okay yeah y'all are leads now but what you know the whole youth pastor team vibe with yeah. them that'd be so cool man that's a really good i should not let you go first that was a really good <laughs> boom uh, <laughs> i I, I suck at these things. I well, after the Brett Talley interview and he dropped us with that John Piper quote, you know, like, mm-hmm. what are you most proud of? And he's like, My marriage. I'm gonna say I'd have my wife on. That would be my dream guest. Um <laughs> well, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> For Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's Day. Uh, I don't know. Is she sitting right there? What do you what do you mean? Is she like, pointing can... a gun at you right now? <laughs> like, are you are you safe? Are you serious right now? Is that no, okay. really your answer? Because no. we can make that happen. Like we can. If that's First your dream, we can do yeah. it tomorrow. Yeah, like what? Sorry, no. That is my real answer. But my other answer um, would be: Can you give the real? Are you in the doghouse right now? Is this something no. that came up? Can Life you, is can great. You, can you show uh, show her real quick? Since well, when we get to. 
One of our <laughs> listeners' first questions, you're going to hear some personal stuff, it looks like. Here, life is good. Life is good. But, um, okay, no. Um, who I would have on? Um, so there's a guy named Steve Childs who um, – Will Hebner, one of our buddies, IA guy, he'll be at retreat. He's his former pastor. He's like a, a top-notch communicator. He's just – really cool i would have him on because i was trying to think of like okay we could say craig rochelle or somebody but we don't know who really em embodies the whole relational piece of this podcast not just the you know professional piece but a steve childs man super relational guy high capacity high quality dude um one of those unicorns as matt would say like that that does both and does it all so I'd say Steve Childs from Oklahoma. He has season tickets to the Thunder, big Thunder fans. So we can talk basketball. We can talk life. And he'll probably make us cry about ministry. So All right, sweet. Steve Childs. Um, for me, it would be my wife, too. I just think it would be so great. You, you two bombed that opportunity. I'm going to have your wife hear this. I was mocking. She can be on. She can be on the podcast that's why i don't understand it's that answer not like, like like dream worthy because it's like <laughs> we, hey. we could do that actually now i think we should do like a, a i know a i'm wondering if we should episode. do a wife that sounds so awesome we but we that's, could I feel like that's not a dream that's just like an idea of like we hey, real, no we could realistically <laughs> get practically pastoring and steve childs on our podcast I know, I know, but like, uh, I don't know. This that, that answer just caught me off guard. This is why Nate. This is why you get mad at me though, because I, I I joke too much. So, but no, let's no, no. let's have hope on. Let's uh, Nate. Can you contact her agent or whatever you got to do to like get, get her to join us? And, yeah. She would she would say no. Like she would hate being on a podcast. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> wife would. I don't. It wouldn't that she, it wouldn't that she hated it. She would just not care it would just be like okay hon yeah i'll do your little podcast sure i'll be uh, like okay don't have to belittle it <laughs> no, um i was gonna say for me it's chris pratt just because no i'm just kidding no, it would be cool if you want to be on here it'd be cool but i've been thinking about this i would love to have like um, I don't know exactly what order in the organization, but not necessarily Craig Rochelle or Andy Stanley, but someone that's pretty high up, but behind the scenes anonymously, mm. anonymously kind of oh, giving the that voice change, man. Yes. Behind <laughs> the scenes look, because I've always been very curious on that level of lead pastor. I mean, like, some questions that I just want to know, and I don't know if this is like a good thing, but I think it's like, how involved are they in the local church anymore? Like, I'm very mm -hmm. curious, like, out of all these things behind the scenes, that if you work there and saw behind the curtain, I'm just always curious how, because we hear from them so often, what's really happening and not happening yeah. and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But kind of like... A little bit of like you said earlier, like this accent wall looks awesome, but if you could really see my life right now. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What, what but, they post and what they put on their podcast is really clean and put together. But what about everything else? Yep. Well, um, that's a lot of fun. But so we a while back we asked for questions from our listeners to come in, and these questions have been um drew's had them for a little while now and we thought that this podcast could be answering y'all's questions like you know we so we have a few here 
that we're going to read off and um, we're excited to answer these. And hopefully this will be one of those fun episodes that we have no idea where it's going. It's already gone off the rails. I mean, it's oh, yeah. already 100%. Like... <laughs> leave, leave that, to, leave that to Nate, not having to be on mute to take us off the rails. <laughs> I do love that. Sometimes I do think, even though we're all on zoom, I do love that. It feels like we're at that lunch table that everyone else in the restaurant is looking at. Cause we're laughing way too hard, you know, yeah. way too yeah. loud. So I, that's why I love doing this, but here is the first question we have is what have you seen God doing in your own heart and life lately? Oh, man. Not ever. Okay. Knows. Too, too personal. Let's go to the next one. All right. Share some ministry highlights. Now. <laughs> Nate, I thought you were going to go first on this one because okay. you, you referenced it already. I thought you were ready to jump in. Well, Drew, go ahead and hold up the sign. Nate gets real serious real quick. Um, this is <laughs> this one tugged on the heart, man. Um, so I asked, I was asked a question by a high mentor, just amazing person in my life. And I was going through some rough things at home, personal life stuff, you know, ministry stuff, all the above, you know, how that goes. And they just look at me and they're like, listen, what, what is God, what work is God doing inside of you through this time? Because your complaints are legit. You're good. But if you're just going to complain about everything, you're just going to talk about everything. That's, that's not happening. So what is God, what work is he doing you to handle these things? And at first I'm just like, Oh, whatever. I don't know. And spent time with God and uh, fast forward. So as we record, this was just like four nights ago on a Friday night. Um, I had my first ever panic attack. I legit, Whoa. I, man, it was wild. I, I had to come downstairs. It was about midnight, 1230. I had to sit on this couch almost where I am right now. And I just, I literally was crying uncontrollably. I, I, and I honestly, I just, I said, God, help me breathe. And then all of a sudden just felt so much more calm. And my thoughts were dark, man. Not about like self-harm or hurting anybody or anything, but just, some things that in my mind and uh, my brother, Andy, me and Matt's brother, Andy, out of all things was in town um, yesterday, randomly <laughs> and ended up spending a couple hours with me at a coffee shop. And um, I said, yeah, Satan was giving me these dark thoughts. And it led to like, what would happen if you lost your, your home, your wife, your kids, your, your ministry, like all, just all this stuff just started crashing down. And he goes, maybe God put those thoughts in your mind and it still created a, a panic attack. And I was like, shoot um so yeah deep deep stuff and so i had this and man it was honestly like i've been trying to find the right words it was cleansing it was purifying like my wife and i hope shout out had an incredible um talk the next day um had to get real with some leaders in our church just okay wow no god these things are awesome great things are coming and satan is trying to keep them from happening and he got, you know, my thoughts. I just, I'm not usually like that. <laughs> and I've never had a panic attack before. And what it was to wrap it all up was like, you may have thought you wanted this outcome or this in your life. Well, here's a picture of what that would actually be like. And it freaked me the freak out. <laughs> and oh. I'm like, whoa, no, I don't. <clears throat> so what God, what have I seen God doing in my own heart lately is reworking it, man reworking it, molding it, shaping it differently, um, getting Nate out of the way. The, hey, there's bigger things going on here than in your control and in your mind. 
you need to just focus on you. You need to spend time with Jesus and let the other pieces fall as they may. And uh, led to huge breakthroughs, but pretty scary moment that night. Yeah, man. I just want to say thank you for leading the way of saying that this just happened Friday night. Because yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts and it's always two years ago or, yeah. you know, this was early in my ministry or whatever. And then um, like today, I was listening to Carrie Newhoff podcast, like on the way I was flying back to get to my microphone to get back here. And he was talking to J.D. Greer and Carrie Newhoff just made this little n- comment that I, but I've been picking up on more lately about how he's still struggling with what is his self um uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Like ambition versus God's ambition. Like, mm. does he use just God ambition, whatever? And, you know, I was sometimes I'm just like, dude, go into that right now. Like, where are you at with that right now? I don't want to wait six months. So I just yeah. want to say thank you for jumping into that now, because most people and most pastors for sure mm-hmm. don't, don't want to admit that. Well, yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. But that's heavy, man. Yeah. And I, just to kind of comment on that, like, yeah, the fear is, you know, someone hears this, they think, oh, Nate is doing it, just did a moral failure or Nate's this or whatever. It's like not knowing the details, you know, it's none of that, but like, but to share it and say, yeah, this is what's happening and how you get through it. Um, and I'm just go ahead and shout out Kim Perry. I'm sure that was a Kim Perry question as usual. She hits the nail on the head with how she words mm-hmm. things of, Wow. Yeah. You need to, you need to look inside and say, God, what are you doing in my heart? Not just sermon prep and everything else going on and all that, but what is he doing in your heart? That's a good, good question to dive in. So. Yeah. Well, man, I'm glad you're on that journey. I'm glad that you're, I'm Andy. He's sneaky, man. He's our quiet brother. He's sneaky Mm -hmm. about that stuff, bro. Like I literally, I said, bro, you are a man of few words, but the few words you say are <laughs> like, like, wow. Yep. It was good. Matt, Matt will get a good kick out of this. And Drew, you know me. So we're leaving the coffee shop and Andy ended up staying longer than he planned. We're just talking and it's just awesome. And I go, Andy, I just appreciate that, man. I needed that and stuff. He goes, of course, bro. You know, I'm here. And I said, you're going to be shocked to hear this, but I'm a verbal processor. So to be able to talk about things, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. I, I had no idea. So um, no, it was good. Thank God for biblical community inside and outside of immediate family. Just God is good. But um, yep. y'all, y'all go ahead. What's God doing in your heart? Drew, <laughs> go ahead, man. Hit it. Honestly, man, I think um, I one of the things that I've really enjoyed a lot lately and I think has been really good for my heart is uh, we're doing this new leadership, um, like student leadership Bible study. And um, it's sort of like, like we took the idea of like trying to get a student leadership team set up to where they're, you know, actually stepping into leadership with, you know, student ministry stuff, um, which is exciting on its own. But um, we took that and we just kind of mashed it together with like a really serious Bible study um, where literally every, every week these students are going through an entire book of the Bible and then coming through and like, all right, well now what, (laughs) you know? And, uh, um, and man, those moments of like crossing grades, crossing, 
like we got boys and girls in there, like having a real, like really tight group of like 10 people in a room. And we're all, you know, just have this chance to be super honest and all that stuff. Um, uh, it's like small group on crack <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and man, let me tell you, that has just been, um, just been giving me life lately for sure. And, um, just being able to see students kind of step into things that they haven't maybe have never done, you know, um, but, uh, that's been really cool. Um, I think on my heart for sure, specifically other than like being really blessed by that, um, feel like I've just been with the whirlwind of how life has been going that like just been craving peace, you know, and craving Mm. like, um, whatever God's got next, you know, for it to, to just happen. Um, you know, it was kind of part of that. Um, but, uh, but man, it's just, just a weird, weird place to be in, you know? And so, um, I think it's weird because it's like, I'm constantly thinking about all these things at the same time. Um, while I'm also, constantly just craving time with God, you know? And so Ooh. it's like, it's like, I, I, I'm never full, you know, because it's like, I feel like I get little snacks, you know, when really it's like, I need, you know, the, the full meal, you know? And, um, you know, it's just like, it's weird. It's good because there's like lots of like hope and good things, you know, that are starting that way, but it's just like, it's tough at the same time. I don't know. It's weird. It feels like I'm running a marathon that just doesn't stop. You know, it was funny. You see the marathon that doesn't stop. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think I said on this podcast a long time ago, it's just like, man, is there ever not a busy season? Like, is there oh, ever yeah. like, you know, we talk about busy seasons and slow seasons. I'm like, man, you know, I don't know if I've ever had this maybe a week or a weekend or two weeks at the max, but man, that marathon and finding God in that marathon is so heavy. Cause it's, cause yeah. just to piggyback on that, I was thinking, but this is what I was thinking this morning and my like devotional time kind of drive time, you know, radio off that kind of stuff was as believers, what are we allowed to feel and Ooh. not feel bad about, right? Like, like a team member brought something up the other day and they're, you know, and it was just this, like, I'm angry. I'm angry more often than I should be. Or I feel like I'm angry all the time. And like, no one would have ever guessed that this person is angry, right? Like no one would have ever thought that. In fact, I mean, that was the response to that. It was like, no way we would have never thought that. And I've, and I've been like struggling with that. Like, okay, what is the, what is the healthy response to that outside of just being like, God doesn't want you to be angry. Cause that's a lot of pressure, right? Like yeah. what is the healthy response to just being like, don't be that. Well, that's yeah. not great advice. One, <laughs> right? Like just stop. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be don't, that. Don't you know? do that. Don't. <laughs> but then saying like, I think that comes back to even Nate's question right there. Just that, like the question Andy asked was like, did, 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 is that what God is putting in your life to wrestle with? And mm you know, putting your soul up against the mirror to say like, okay, where do you at wing on this? And so that's what I was thinking this morning was just like, what is my, my, my team and myself, what are we allowed to feel? Mm -hmm. And what's a healthy response to how we live that out? 
But what God's been doing in my heart lately overall is how, you know, what is a healthy ministry rhythm of leading a team that when the pressure rises, like there's never going to be a moment where a team member doesn't um, feel pressure or tension and need a place to vent, I guess what I'm saying. And so as the teams I lead, I mean, God's just kind of put my heart, how important it is for me to have some lunch tables and some conversations to understand multiple sides to how team members are feeling and what they're going through before, you know, even, I don't know if I should ever come to a complete conclusion on anyone other than just saying like, what's the best way I can care and help my team members out and ultimately overflow to my ministry. I don't know if this is making sense at all, but just that's what, that's what's been on my heart and mind is how do I care and love and find the right rhythm and understanding, but at the same time, grace and truth. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just grace and truth. How do I take the time to make sure that I have enough grace, but then when I understand the grace, how can I bring that truth into more conversations that people need to hear? And so that's what God's been doing, doing on my heart. I, um, little shout out, we shout out to grow. We use that curriculum. Um, we're about to, move away from it, but we still use it right now. But uh, the, the theme, the series this month is reasonable doubt. And it talks Mm -hmm. about specifically it's okay to have these questions and it's okay. But man, then you're like, okay, but what about for me as a pastor? Is it okay to have these questions? (laughs) Is it okay to Mm -hmm. feel this way? Like you said, that's, that's deep. That's good. Yeah. There was a recently, I, I can't remember what pastor or it was like a, might have even been like a a writer or song writer or something like that. Um, but uh, they were talking about specifically their um, battle with depression as a pastor. And uh, I feel like that's one that like things like that, like mental health and all those things like that is such a, like a, like a faux pas for, for church work, you know? And I, and I feel like the, the more we get to where, especially in youth ministry, but in ministry in general, like mental health is such a serious conversation to have on so many levels, you know? And so it's like, okay, so are we, um, not allowed to check up on ourselves, <laughs> you know, like, you oh. know, or, or like, what does that look like? Am I, am I just supposed to be stronger than everybody else? Because I have a piece of paper that says reverend or like, you know, nope. like, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, that's, that's one of the things that I feel like, um, I don't know, people outside of this role don't understand, but, um, uh, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's it just goes back to like why we do this podcast in general. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those things like we have to have a place to talk about those things. Well, because like this conference that Nate and I were just at, th- they hit the nail on the head. I kind of knew this, but when they said this, it resonates so much. Is like as a pastor, when you're going through some mental health issues because of uh, like, you don't feel like you can talk to people because it's someone else. You're going to be outing someone else's problems sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even always just yours. It's like, I just found out my, you know, my elder who I thought was my closest friend is Mm -hmm. sleeping around or something like that. Right. You can't go out that person. And so then you push it down even deeper and in, and and you've already hit the nail on the head about why these lunch tables are so important. 
And why I love this podcast, because I, once again, I just want to say this, the mission of this podcast is not to be experts on these things. It, yeah. There's tons of podcasts for you guys to go listen to. If you want better youth ministry advice or lead pastor advice or leadership advice or but if you're looking for a podcast that you feel like is going to encourage you just to to have healthy, honest conversations with people around a lunch table, we want it to be us. Reach out to us. Let us know who you are, and we'll see what we can do about that. But I hope this also encourages you to do that with other people. Yeah. Well, I can tell you hot off the press, literally just got two texts 30 minutes ago. It also is inspiring people to start their own podcasts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we better get them royalties. <laughs> well, I, I like how what we're talking about mental health. It's okay to to ask these questions. Um, but our buddy Hubie, Will Hubner said, man, you guys inspired me to start my own thing. Me and my buddy, Matt Norman, it's called professional disaster. And it's, <laughs> Two professional disasters talking life, faith, and fun. And I was like, wow. Well, hey, let's that's hey, reach out to them. Let's officially we'll make it known now. Like, do they have any episodes out? Let's have them on the podcast. Maybe one episode. All right. Line it up. Let's have them on the podcast and we can we can uh shout out their that'd be awesome. Professional disaster podcast. Heck yes. So so here's a question. We're at this pivotal moment where my timer has gone off. So we can either do our one minute takeaway or we can get to our other two questions and try to make this a two parter. So I don't know if we should be discussing this while everyone can hear, but like, this is the pressure. <laughs> this is the tension that I feel as the time guy. <laughs> I, I, I am that guy that was late and I will have to jump off. So, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, so, right. so wow. now everyone can know that when Matt goes, okay, guys, what's your one minute takeaway? It is 100% Nate's no, fault. It is 100% <laughs> Matt forcing us to say that to make him feel better. But, yeah, <laughs> but uh, So what is, I mean, all kidding aside, what's y'all's one minute takeaway from our conversation today? Oh, I'll go real quick. I, uh, man, just be real. Be you. I think there, Matt, you said there's so much pressure that, oh, and, and Drew, the whole, because we have the name Reverend, like we have to have it all together. No, it's opposite. I, I mentioned Steve Childs, legit. He gave the best conference on, no, you better take care of you, um, as you try to take care and help others. And, um, counseling, therapy, uh, lunch tables, social life, it's all, massively important um, to do that. And so don't ever feel like you have to have it all together because you're not. And that's actually going to do more damage than good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really just want to use my one minute takeaway to challenge um, any of our listeners that uh, feel like you're really just going through something and you need to process, you need to talk to somebody, you need someone to encourage you. Um, you'd like, it might be really awkward for like five seconds, mm. but just call somebody like mm. text a friend that, you know, would understand, you know, email one of us. If we, you know, if we, you know, have to, if we're that person for you, that's great. Mm. Like, go ahead. Yeah. Like we are all, you know, ears wide open for you, but um, don't, don't just like feel like you have to have things together. Like, you are a person too. And regardless of what you're going through or where you're at, like, like we want to encourage you to actually go and find a place that you can be honest and, uh, and real with somebody. Yeah. I think, I mean, at the end of the day, 
you got to like the best lunch tables in my opinion, my takeaway is the ones where you're laughing so hard and so loud that the whole restaurant sees you and knows you're there. (laughs) But at the same time, it lasts, you know, 45 minutes, an hour and a half, because through that laughter, through that being authentically yourself, you've opened up the door to having a a really good conversation about, about what you're going through and where you're at in life. So that's my, that's my one minute takeaway. This is the lunch table. Nate has to go, but we're all going to say <laughs> peace. peace out. Thanks for hanging out with us. Bye.